This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artists Edition Index Podcast, Episode 46. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so bad. Thank you for joining me once more for this audio version of the Artist Edition index at aeindex.org where we take the written word and bring it to life uh recapping september 2020 you know we in the still in the grip of covid19 the pandemic and things are slow uh, diamond is still not releasing sales figures but we really don't have any AE format books for sales figures anyways but that's where we are releases are quite slow nothing released again in september uh, a bunch of things scheduled for October. Let's see what happens and what comes out. And we'll take it from there. Again, my name is Scott Vanderplu. I can be reached at scott at aeindex.org. The website is aeindex.org. And we update it daily. We, I don't know why I say that. It's the you know, it's the royal we. The uh, always uh, represent a organization as a we, but it's just me. I update the shipping notifications every day. Um, Normally don't do it on the weekends because Diamond is closed. So really it's five days. And then Monday, I'm not sure when they update it. So anyways, that's where we are. I'm already rambling and we're only uh, one minute, 20 seconds into the podcast. All right, let's look at what has happened in September. Not much again to recap. And not much on the site. I was trying to do two reviews a month. And September, I only managed to get one review. Uh, I had said to my Patreon patrons, I sent out a um, newsletter beginning beginning of every month and i said i'd be doing two reviews this month one a foreign language book and another auction catalog neither of those happened because uh, there was some discussion on the tap talk forums about uh, alex raymond and artistic journey adventure intrigue and romance it, it, it was being cleared out on the hermes press website and that got me to thinking about the book yeah i have that i bought it when it came out in 2016 so i pulled that off the shelf looked through it and thought wow this is a, here's a nice book of original art this really deserves uh, a review on the site and of course i've done the review the book's four years old four and a half years old at this point and it's sold out everywhere so that's a bit of a disappointment i don't like reviewing books that are not readily available for purchase but as we delve back into the catalog um, trying to re- keep at least one review going on the site a month all the current ae format books are reviewed I think we're just going to get into books that are not readily available, but are can be purchased, you know, eBay, uh, booksellers, that kind of thing. So we'll get to that review later. But uh, let's talk letters this month. I was able to get an email and a response to Bob Chapman from uh, Graffiti Designs. Uh, we had a nice chat about things, and he asked me to keep it under my hat, but said publicly I could say this, that... Uh, the Brian Boland Gallery Edition featuring Killing Joke uh, will not be released in 2020, but it is being worked on. So that's all the news we have for that. So we did not get to see a Graffiti Designs book this year in 2020. We won't see one in 2020. Maybe we'll see one in 2021 if that Boland book, or maybe they'll pick something else up. I mean, they did. Uh, they have done one book that wasn't DC. I'm really hoping, because the format's awesome, that they'll branch out and maybe do some other things. Maybe something, you know, from first comics or any of the history of comics. There's so much great material out there that they could choose from. 
And uh, I check in uh, with Bob maybe every three months. So I'll see something. Maybe I'll ask. I'll follow up beginning of the year to see what their plans for for twenty twenty one are. I also got an email asking about some pages in the Jim Starlin Artifact Edition, but I have not had a chance to go through those that book and give that information yet. So when I reply back to that, which will probably be next soon, but I'll cover it in next month's podcast. All right, let's talk about shipping changes. There's been quite a few um, changes. Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition is now scheduled for October 14th. That looks like a hard date from uh, Scott Dunbeer. Uh, he's shown two new covers for the book, the regular edition and the signed limited variant edition. Neither of those covers are online anywhere, so I'm still using the old cover. So when I see those new covers, they'll be updated. Of course, the variant cover page will also get that on there as well. Uh, James Cameron's The Abyss Artisan Edition, adapted by Michael W. Kaluta, has been sitting on October 28th for a while. It just moved to November 4th, which is interesting because I'm not sure what, when that coming out. Scott Dunbeer, it sounded like it wasn't coming out. So we'll see about that. Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition has been now been moved to December 30th. And the Best of Amparella Magazine Art Edition, the ever-shifting book, has been moved to February 10th, 2021. Let's, I mean, do we really think this book's even coming out anymore? I've never been able to get anybody from Dynamite to email me back. They had a new employee, and he was on one of my Facebook groups, and I reached out to him, and he, he was surprised no one had gone back to me and said he'd look into it, and he followed up and said he was looking into it, and then I still never heard anything back. So I'm not sure what the black hole of um, media relations is with Dynamite. And maybe just me. I don't know. I did not give favorable reviews of uh, the three Red Sonia books. I did give an awesome review for the uh, Jose Gonzalez's Vampirella. I loved it. And the Battlestar Galactica. So, I mean, it's all up to the material. All right, that's them shipping changes. Uh, nothing else, really. The EC Covers Artist Edition still listed for October 28th. We know that's not coming out on that date. I don't know why. The date hasn't been changed. I don't know. Maybe it will happen. Uh Stay positive, right? Stay positive. All right. That's it for changes. Let's look at the poll for this month. This is the best poll we've ever had. Let me give you the blurb, and then we'll get into why. Uh, in 1991, the best and brightest artists from Marvel and DC formed a company and changed the, the comics forever. These titles were selling millions of copies and propelled the big-name artists into superstardom. Which one deserves the AE treatment? J. Scott Campbell, Dale Keown, Eric Larson, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld. Uh, Rob Liefeld picked this up on social media, uh, probably because our good friend uh, and Patreon patron David Jacoy provides the uh, the poll every month info, and uh, I think he copied Rob Liefeld on it. So that was all replaced, and then Larson picked it up from there, and uh, we have the most votes ever. So Eric Larson is winning at this point, 76 votes. Followed by Rob Liefeld, 65 votes. Followed by Jim Lee, 63 votes. Followed by Dale Keown, 37 votes. And J. Scott Campbell last, 17 votes, which surprises me. A tragedy has struck the Artist Edition Index website. Um, there was an update to the plugin I use for these polls. And every piece of poll data outside of this month is back to zero. So I was very disappointed with that. Uh, made it, there's, it, it was a security setting. You know, everybody's security 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 so i changed the security setting and poll data should stick from now on so if you'd like to go back and rewrite history and uh, vote in the old polls again that'd be awesome uh, i went back and did it voted in one just to see what was going on all right that's the poll for this month it will drop off the uh, top slot on the website uh, tomorrow 
But the poll stays live forever. The poll stays live forever, so you can jump into that and see what's what. All right, now um, let's talk artist edition out of print sales for this month. I'm getting a bit of a tickle in my throat. Excuse me. All right, out of print sales where we gather from eBay. Let's own, let's talk about what sold. Three copies of Alien: The Illustrated Story, averaging one sixty three thirty two. There's a resurgence. Now there's a book from twenty twelve. Um, first publisher outside of IDW to publish an AE format book. And it's picking up steam, it looks like. 163, I mean, 75 cover, languished forever at below that. So that's interesting. One copy of Bernie Wright's Artifact Edition sold for first print, $299.99. And one copy of the second print for $108.09. Interesting. Two copy of Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition sold for $120 average. Two copies of Dave Stevens' Rocks Your Artist Edition, first print, sold for an average of one forty nine oh four. Now, there's a book celebrating its 10th anniversary. One copy of David Mazzicelli's Dead of a Born Again Artist Edition, sold for two ninety nine ninety nine. Wow. So that's back up there again. So if you've been sitting on some extra copies, like I have, maybe it's the time to sell those. One copy of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 1, 135. One copy of Elquest Gallery Edition, for forty three seventy three. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition for one fifty. Two copies of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition sold for an average of one eleven seventy eight. One copy of Frank Miller's Sin City: The Hard Goodbye sold for one thirteen eighty nine. Two copies of Go Kane's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition sold for an average of eighty eight twenty nine. One copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition sold for one o three. One copy of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters sold for one twenty four ninety nine. One copy of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor sold for ninety nine ninety nine. One copy of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition sold for seventy eight. Three copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes sold for an average of ninety three thirty two. And one copy of Tarzan Joe Kubert's Tarzan the Lion Man sold for one twenty nine ninety five. Two copies of John Buscema's Silver Surfer for one fifty two fifty average. Two copies of John Byrne's Fantastic Four Artist Edition. An average of 154.25. Two copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. An average of 197.50. Three copies of the Volume 2, averaging 146.66. Hmm, interesting. Three copies of Mike McNola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories. First print, averaging 143.31. One copy of the second print for 125. One copy of Sergio Aragonas Grew the Wanderer for 72. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition for 66.33. One copy of The Prisoner Original Art Edition for 75. I just saw that in a store somewhere for cover price. Wow, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Oh, I was in London. And, uh, two different comic shops. Uh, the one carries a great selection of uh, AE format books, but the other store does not, and I was really surprised to see this up on their wall. All right, two copies of Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition, averaging 112.17. Two copies of Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition, second print, averaging 250.60. Hmm, that's the sales. It's very interesting. Real mixture. I'm not sure what's driving these eBay sales anymore. I'm seeing uh, Cartoonist Kayfabe doing a lot of reviews of these books. Uh, I'm going to have to look at uh, next month when I do the September sales. I'm going to have to look at the reviews they did and see if that's sparking uh, interest. Definitely a trend to check. Alright. 
I had talked briefly about the review uh, that I did this month, and I just wanted to backtrack a bit and say, well, what else have I been doing this month? I have been working on the uh, AE format 10 years in article. Started, obviously started with the Rocketeer, and I'm trying to do a lot of quotes from that period. Give info, I've got info from Scott Dunbeer, Randy Dalk, a bunch of things like that, the original press release. Uh, moving, uh, I've done that now. I'm moving on to Walt Simons. I'm not sure how far I want to go. This is ar- it's already getting to be a lot of words, and I think I may just do maybe the first couple of years just as a, as a look at how the uh, the A uh, format market began. Maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll change the name of the article and say the uh, ten years, uh, yeah, AE format ten years on the beginning. Because I also want to look at. Um, I don't know, actually, no. I don't know. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll stick with the origin. Yeah, there's a lot of material there. I could even just to do the first couple of books, because then we got some. I've got some stuff about Walt Simonson and the Thor, and then the Wally Wood, and then uh, I've reached out to Titan to see if I can get some info. Nothing yet. I have some brief info about it from the uh, gentleman who worked on the scans, and then Dark Horse. I reached out to Dark Horse. They have not replied to me. I'd love some info on what started with their gallery editions. So. Trying to get a little more info. This is the 10th anniversary for IDW. I would like to at least cover those first few origin books in an article. And that's why I don't want to. I don't want to get into 10,000 word articles. I like to keep it a bit shorter and then break it up. So I may uh, expect to see that sh- in the next week or two. Um, yeah. So back to the Raymond book. Here's the blurb from the review from the publisher. Sorry, uh, that is in my review. Every review starts with the blurb from the publisher. Alex Raymond was one of the most influential comic strip artists of the 20th century, creating action-packed art for the secret agent X-9, the spectacular classic imagery for Flash Gordon, and the nuanced brilliant artwork for the detective film noir-esque Rip Kirby. Now for the first time, Hermes Press presents a comprehensive, definitive art monograph covering Raymond's complete artistic output with an authoritative text by noted comics historian Ron Goulart. This new exhaustive full-color art book features over 400 images, many scanned directly from Raymond's original artwork, and is being published under license from King Features as part of their 100th anniversary celebration. See original artwork from Raymond's work on Secret Agent X-9, Flash Gordon, Jungle Jim, and Rip Kirby together with numerous examples of his earliest strip artwork, commercial illustration, and more. This extra-large format art book is presented in 10 by 13 inch size, so collectors can savor every detail of Raymond's artistic genius. It's released March 2016 by Hermes Press. It's Again, 10 by 13 inches, 240 pages. It was a 75 cover dollar cover price. And I have a good amount of images in the review. Good, bad here. Uh, good, this is the only collection of Raymond Art uh, covering his career. A lot of nice examples. Good range of items. I mean, his illustration work, I don't know. Is anybody really interested in it? I, it's it's interesting to see in the book, but it's not very good. Um, I think we want him for a strip art. Uh, I do like the X Nine stuff. Um, Flash Gordon is great. I, I love Rip Kirby, and uh, a wealth of material in this book for sure. Uh, great images from Kirby working on stuff. There's Kirby with models and Courier. Uh, Ray, I'm sorry. Raymond working with models for Rip Kirby. Raymond working with models for Flash Gordon. Um, Raymond in uniform from the war. Nice stuff like that. The biographical material from Goulart is great. I like Ron Goulart. Uh, He's got that 
uh, good book about uh, strips in the 30s that uh, was published in the 70s and then Hermes Press redid that. That's a nice book as well. Um, paper stock is great. Uh, the book lays flat. Uh, nice looking book. Very well put together. Uh, the Bad. Um, just a, a whole lot of enlargements. You know, the, the never miss an opportunity to put an enlargement on the page in this book. You see the strip, and then there's an enlargement. And then practically every page has enlargements. Sometimes they do a whole series of enlargements. And the quality of the enlargements isn't good enough. Uh, the quality of the scans isn't good enough to do enlargements this size. Uh, I wrote the review last week. I added some new things uh, this week because um, it's not necessarily the size of the scans that were done, even though they are smaller than what was printed. It's probably the DPI. And when this book was released, there was a lot of talk. These are just scans pulled from Heritage, and they just used whatever scans they could. Um, when they enlarged, and this looks like a poor enlargement, maybe that yeah, that's why the DPI is so low, because it's for web. You know, a lot of times that's normally what happens. I mean, if you look at the book, though, uh, the acknowledgments says, Hermes Press would like to thank a bunch of people, King Features. The production of this volume was made possible by many collectors graciously lending us valuable materials from their collections. So, did people really just do bad scans? That's what I can't quite figure out. Because the none of the enlargements really work. Well, that's not true. You see, you can't make... So, there are a few enlargements that are nice. Uh, they had a really nice looking scan of a Flash Gordon strip, and then six panels, and then they took each panel and made it its own page. So, you really get to go over and enjoy what uh, Raymond did with that strip and the premise is wonderful to enlarge and really enjoy the art but as I said most of the enlargements don't work they're a bit fuzzy or they're a bit pixelated and you can see that they've been enlarged and the original scan wasn't good enough to do the enlargement there are good enlargements there are enlargements that come across as okay it does not kill the book. I mean, it doesn't. This is the collection of Raymond art that is currently available. It is a good job. The book is a nice production. I just I don't understand when they were putting it together and doing these enlargements. They couldn't say, "Hey, this doesn't look good. Let's skip it and do another enlargement." I I just don't quite understand the logic there. Uh, as I said, the book is no longer in print. You have to try and find it elsewhere. Let me check eBay right now and see what it's going for. I have links in the review. So somebody's selling a copy for 150 Boo. Somebody's selling another copy for 195 Wow. Okay. That stinks. All right. So a bit hard to get. Sorry to hear that. Um, keep your eyes open. You may be able to find a copy in a local comic shop or a bookstore. That's not selling it for that ridiculous price. All right. Um, it is, a, as I said, it's a light month this month. bit disappointed to hear that news from Bob Chapman from Graffiti. No book. Um, we see constant delays with the books coming out this year. I'm really hoping we see some things in October. I think we're guaranteed one. But who knows? You know, putting, and then that Jim Lee book at the absolute last Wednesday of the year... Um, that makes me feel like it's going to slip into next year. I hope it doesn't. But we'll have to wait and see. And let's see and hope other publishers are going to be doing something. I have not heard Boo from Dark Horse. Um, we know the uh, K 
Kitchen Sink Books imprint has folded. We have not seen something else come out of that. Kept seeing, hoping we'd see something emerge from that in a different format or a different publisher or something. Um, yeah. Uh, the bright spot, of course, is the foreign market. The French books are wonderful and they continue to be produced. I'm having some trouble getting things shipped to me in Canada. I'm not... Uh, Angoulême has you know that annual festival. It's the largest comic festival in the world. They have a a nice online shop. They have books available for both thirty to thirty five euros, one hundred and sixty pages, ten by thirteen about uh, collecting original art. I really want them. Um, one book to get shipped to me in Canada is fifty euros, and if I order five books, it's a hundred euro shipping to Canada. That is crazy. That's about double what I've been charged by other companies. So I don't know if they're trying to cover... I don't know what costs they're trying to cover by charging ridiculous shipping. I think that would just limit. And then I... So I thought, oh, this is crazy. I'll look for online retailers. And I see Bud Plant and uh, Suriname have these books. And they're selling them for 80 US. Which... It's a little bit more than what it would cost me to order the five books I want and then pay for the shipping. It would They'd be about 80 Canadian for me. So I just hate to pay, you know, for um, basically that's 20 to $25 Canadian uh, per book shipping. Uh, that's crazy. But I'll think it over. We'll see how the year goes, right? That's the, uh, as I, I like to get new material, I like to try and cover books on the uh, AE Index. I should mention that uh, you can support the site if you like it. I know things are slow, but you can become a Patreon patron for a dollar a month. Uh, help keep the lights on. Or you can use a affiliate link. All the links to, say, eBay or Amazon or things from the world on the site are all affiliate links, so I get a few percentage points from anything you purchase. So that is really appreciated. And I have to say that I really appreciate everybody using my eBay links because that is my main source of income for the site. As the eBay affiliate links, believe it or not. Uh, things from another world, links were always great, but unfortunately that only covers new books. And since we have a dearth of new books, there's people just not ordering things. And with the delays, um, online shops at this point aren't letting you order a lot of books anymore. Even though this Jim Lee book's coming out, um, uh, Things from another world isn't letting you order it, as an example. So I may have to ship and then be able to do it. And I'm also, you know, it's searching around for online retailers that will let me do an affiliate link. Um, you know, in stock trades, DCBS, cheap graphic novels. None of those people have affiliate programs, so I can't uh, hop on board there. That's disappointing. All right, that's. I think that's all I have for this month. As I said, it's a light month, and I apologize for keeping it short. Oh, I should give my shout out to all those people in Hungary who are eating up the A Index site and this podcast. I'm not sure how, but Hungary is now my second. Uh, most, I don't know, hits from a country. I don't know. That was poorly phrased. But, uh, yeah, they hit number, U.S. is number one, and Hungary is number two now. France is number three, uh, sort of, and Canada. They sort of bump in between there. So that's interesting. I'm not sure what the draw is, but uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast, for sure. Um, nothing else really new going on. Not enough letters to speak of. Um that's all our reviews, yeah. All right, thanks, and uh, we'll join you and talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her.
Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me. <laughs> <laughs> 